Hey, we are back here at the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesapeake High School along with Joe Gailey. Mike Warford with you here on 97.5 Delore FM. Heard online at WGTJRadio.com. And tonight, sharing our feed with War Eagle TV. You get a chance to see the action on YouTube and hear our call on War Eagle TV. And our thanks to everyone involved with Stephen McIntyre's group here with War Eagle TV. It allows me a part of the broadcast coming up this evening. What a girls game we had, buddy. Oh, it was a super ball game, Mike. It was uh, really fun to, to just watch and calling it. I hope everybody enjoyed it at home. You had two really top-notch ball clubs, a nine-point ball game. Chester T. Lady War Eagles improved to 5-0 and in the sub-region, 13-4 overall. Lady Bears dropped to 4-1 and in the sub-region, go to 13-3. and But a really, really super ball game by these two ladies' teams. And I, I expect nothing less than that when they play down at their place in a few weeks. And uh, still, I think they'll be the top two teams in the region and go from there. And the big thing is who's going to be the number three seed who will play host to that first round mm-hmm. and then play who's going to be the one on this side to play host to the semifinals of the sub-region getting ready to go to the final four. We cross over, we go down, I think it's North Oconee. Yeah, you would think that the, the third and fourth will be a kind of a toss-up between North Hall and East Forsyth, and they're in the top ball game over the East Forsyth right ball game is a, the, the score I had there a few minutes ago in the third quarter. That one's probably over by now, too, but another tight ball game from Coach Eric Herrick and uh, uh, one of his former assistants uh, over at East Forsyth now. Reed Tipton. Yeah, Reed Tipton. So they're they're battling out over in, in Gainesville, but we call it coming because it's uh, closer for us. But anyway, it's a Gainesville. And that address. could be really the battle for the number three spot because East Hall's in fifth mm-hmm. and Johnson's in sixth place right now in the sub-region. Yeah, and fifth and sixth probably won't change. Um you know, unless East Hall gets hot and wins a few down the road. So third and fourth might be where it is, because this one gets ready to start off here. These two teams right here, Mike, you got one at one and three in the sub, which is Chester T and Josh Travis's club, the Bears. They're three and one in the sub, three and three overall. Allen Griffin's team squad, one and five overall. Yes, overall in the region. They're 5-11 coming in, 11 and five, just turning around for the Bears this evening. It uh, ought to be a really good matchup. Of course, the Bears made history this year, winning their first ever Lanierland Championship. And coming off that, I think they had a, a tough loss the other night in the region, and they're looking to get back in the win column in the region tonight. Well, as I mentioned with Coach Allen Griffin at halftime with the girls game, you and I were talking about this one at the championship game over Lanierland, saying, well, yep. we can't wait to see this matchup with Boston Curse and Colton Wilbanks. Oh, yeah, it, it ought to be a heck of a ball game right here. I mean, you've got you've got a lot of guys that role play right here. I mean, of course, the starters, you know, with Josh Bull, Jack Tucker, Colton Wilbanks, those three guys right there can play. And for the Bears, they've got uh, three or four guys that can play lights out all the time, including Boston Kirsch. All right, now time for the starting lineups here for the Lincoln Trail Center. All right, get the picture here in the second game. You've got all purple and C Bluff all in white with the white numbers for the Cherokee Bluff Bears. As I said, Josh Travis's squad 11-5, 3-1 in 8-4A North sub-region. They'll start a senior, zero, Bryce Horton, a junior, number three, Boston Kirsch, a sophomore, number 11, Cooper Glover, a senior, number 14, Logan Holmes, and a junior, Number 15, Tyler Underwood. For the War Eagles, Coach Allen Griffin squad, 5-11. and 11. Their last two games, Mike, because I was talking to Allen briefly before we talked to you at halftime there, uh, the girls' game, they've had the last, their last two games have been within five points. The last three games have been less than 15 points. So they've had really, really close games. They're starting to really click together. So this might be the night for them. You never know. One and three in 8-4-A North. They're all in white. 
with their dark maroon trimmed in black. They'll start a senior, zero, Jordan Harris. A senior, or a junior, number one, Ethan Dunn. A senior, number five, Josh Bull. A senior, number 22, Jack Tucker. And a senior, number 25, Colton Wilbanks. Now, the one thing Coach Griffin did say is that he wants to see a game maybe in the 70s, probably like to see even a lower score than that. So, yeah. be interesting how much time they take off the clock on their offensive end. Yeah, it could be. He might, might try to see them go in there early. You never know. They're going to come in and, and go after it for sure. They've got uh, – they'll be going left to right with the War Eagles here in this game, first half of this game. The Bears will be going from right to left. As you're looking at it on War Eagle TV, you're looking at it going right to left and left to right, just opposite of what I'm looking at. I'm just right across from you here. Exactly. Jumping up, Cooper Glover, Colton Wilbanks. Colton Wilbanks spins the top. Back to Jordan Harris. Harris will bring it across in the front court, man-to-man defense, as we expected. Look over to Josh Bull on the far side, guarded by Glover. Over here to Jack Tucker in the corner to Harris. Over to Colton. Colton goes in the middle. His shot goes up in and out. Rebounding by Underwood. Underwood will press it the other way. Tyler kicks it back over to Boston. Boston thought about a three, then pulled in, goes short. No good. Knocked away. Taken away by Ethan Dunn. Ethan will come the other direction, gives it to Josh Bull. Calls out play play five, excuse me, by Allen Griffin. Josh Bull has it. Up and under Josh goes for the shot. Rolls it in for a 2-0 lead for the War Eagles. Bears going the other direction. Tyler Underwood has it. Goes down to Boston Kirsch for three from the 15-foot line at the elbow. Knocks it down. Two all now with seven minutes left here in the first quarter. Josh Bull going against Cooper Glover. He has it. He'll bring it up. Josh gives it on the far side to Tucker. Tucker this side to Dunn. Dunn to Bull in the corner. Bull got a screen. Kind of up and over, ducks up, throws a shot up, no good. Going to be tipped out of bounds by Will Banks. Good job by Underwood to block him out. And all Colton could do right there is just knock it out of his hands from behind. And it'll be Bears basketball. Tyler Underwood will bring it up right here in front of us, right in front of the score table. He'll take his time this time with 6.35 in a quarter. Almost trying to get open, but Harris all over him on the far side. Underwood. Looking for somebody to throw it to. Finds Underwood deep in the corner. That's where Bryce has fought. He knocks it down. Bryce Underwood, he's deadly from the corner as we've seen this year, Michael. And, and one, he knocked. Excuse me, one thing the Warriors don't want to do is have somebody beat them from the three-point yeah, area. And Bryce can flat shoot it from either corner, that's for sure. Harris on the far side to Wilbanks to Bull. Wilbanks inside the Will. Or went from Harris inside the Wilbanks and Wilbanks. Cut towards the basket, and he's fouled by Boston Kirsch going to the basket, and Colton will be at the line for two. And, Joe, again, Coach Griffiths, look at their stats. They've been outscoring teams inside the two. The outside of the three is where teams are beating them. Yep, exactly. Colton's first free throw, good. And you'll have number three, uh, Garrett Selke, come in for Jack Tucker. We've seen Garrett a little bit earlier this year when we had him, I think we had him twice. Wilbank's second free throw is up, and no good. Rebounding by Cooper Glover, giving over to Underwood. Underwood going to give it to Holmes right over here in front of us. Back over to Underwood. Back over to Logan on the near side. Logan dribble drives, tries taking the corner, gives it to Corton. Corton back outside to Kirsch. Kirsch tries to go in the corner and does on the far side 
to Underwood. Inside to Glover, ducks up and under, no good. Rebound almost grabbed by Chester T. Knocked out, Holmes gets it, shoots the three, no good. Rebounded by Cooper Glover. Cooper goes up again, no good. Rebound this time out of bounds off of Ethan Dunn. And it will be Chest, uh, Cherokee Bluffs basketball. 5.35 in the quarter, 5-3 lead now. Shot from Logan Holmes, way outside, no good. Wilbanks up near the rim to grab that rebound. He'll come the other direction. Colton gives it to Josh Bull. Josh back to Selkie. Selkie gives it to Harris. Harris shoots a three. Oh, in and out. Front rim, back rim, no good. Almost taken away by Wilbanks. And it's going to say went off Colton out of bounds. Colton was lobbying saying it went off of purple jersey. The referee said, yep, went off of you. So who's going to get the first three? Well, Bryce Horton hit the first three down there. Right, Let's see for for, for uh, Chesty. I know. Right. Comes the other way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say Josh Bull. Holmes shoots another one. Partially blocked. It was a three pointer. Partially blocked by Harris. Comes the other direction. Josh Bull with the basketball. Josh gonna dribble drive. He's gonna throw it back out. A travel violation as he sort of stumbled back and in. Lost his balance and stumbled in. Another three-point shooter will come in for un, uh, for Holmes, and that'll be Andy Chiarte for the Bears. That's what I was asking on the Bears' side. Okay, if Logan's not, yeah, who's going to hit it? Yep. Well, we saw Bryce hit that one a minute ago. Now they go and try to go inside, and it's knocked away by the War Eagles, and we're going to have a timeout right here. 32nd, Dylan Griffin is number one right there. Ethan Dunn got control of the basketball immediately. Alan Griffin called the 30-second timeout. And, again, remember Josh Travis, formerly coached here yep. at Chester T. High. He was here for a year or two, wasn't he? Two years, yep. yeah. This is his third year at Cherokee Bluff. Mm-hmm. Coach Griffin in his first year as head coach of the boys' team here at Chester T. And, again, everything revolves around Colt Wilbanks. It's like girls are Riley Black, but then see what these other guys can do for the War Eagles. Well, and Colton has stepped up his, his outside game, and, you know, he's more at 6'6". You think I'd be more of an inside player, but Colton can shoot it from outside, too. He can shoot the mid-range jumper and score. So Selkie throws it in to Bull after the timeout. 5-3 with 435 left here in the first quarter. Josh Bull with the basketball, picks up his dribble over to Harris. Harris on the left wing. Harris against Chiarte, gives it over to Wilbanks. Wilbanks far left wing, back to Harris. Harris has the basketball, tries to go in. Good job by Underwood right there to knock it away and a hell ball between Underwood and Harris, and it will be Cherokee Bluffs basketball. It was a turnover. Good job by Underwood right there to knock it loose. <clears throat> Harris wanted to dribble through that little zone right there, through that man-to-man coverage, and couldn't do it. Underwood with the basketball. Tyler dribbles up the top of the key. Looking for a screen. Oh, nice back door to Kirsch. Goes up. Basket's good. And one. Wow. Excellent Ooh. move by Kirsch. Great pass. Foul's going to be on Colton Wilbanks. His first. Kirsch going to have a pick and roll right there. Beautiful, beautiful pass from Underwood right down to Kirsch. And Burst. Kirsch went in and kind of altered his shot. Went in and got it and missed on the free throw. 7-3 is the score, though. They'll come the other direction. Josh Bull with the basketball. Josh going to take it all the way in. little floater, no good. Rebound. Who's going to grab it? I got two teams grabbing it. It's going to be a hell ball, and Chester T will have it underneath. Connor Robinson will come in the game. So will Will Jacobs. One will come in for Bryce Horton. The other one's going to come in for Boston Kirsch. 
Two straight times, Joe, this time, side down court. Hell ball. Gives up a little bit of height. Colton Wilbanks gets it, go up, and a hell ball. Great job right there. Connor Robinson put his hand right on top of the basketball to force the hell ball. And now Kirsch will come right back in. He's coming in for Cooper Glover here. Josh Travis is intense. I tell you what, I like to watch him coach. I like to watch all these guys coach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 7 3, bluff with the early lead. 3.45 left here in the first quarter. Underwood, far side, dribbles towards the middle of the court, top of the free throw line. Gives it back out to Jacobs. Comes over to Kirsch on this side. Back to Underwood for three. Underwood shot. Didn't even hit nothing but the backboard. Nice job by Robinson. Got the rebound. Went up and knocked away. And it's going to be Harris with the basketball. Harris will come the other direction. Harris dribbles up. He's going to pull up from 15. Rolls it out. No, Wilbanks had it. Went up. No good. Got his own rebound. Goes up again. No good. Tipped out. Kiarte with the board. Andy Kiarte gives it to Underwood with three minutes left. Kiarte, or excuse me, that was Underwood out to Kirsch for three for a two-pointer, no good. And it's going to be a rebound by Ethan Dunn and a foul on number four, Connor Robinson, from behind. They'll come the other direction after the foul on Cherokee Bluff. Josh Bull has the basketball, gives it to Wilbanks. Colton pulls up from three. They're going to say it's a what, and he missed a shot, but they're going to say he traveled with the basketball. He was outside the arc. Logan Holmes will come back in the game. He'll come in for Will Jacobs. All right, Coach Josh Travis, you probably hear calling out some instructions. Logan Holmes will bring it up. Chester T comes out a little bit higher there in the midcourt defense. And give it over to Holmes. Back to Underwood. Now to Kirsch on the far side. Back to Underwood to Kirsch. Kirsch going to drive on the baseline. Reverse layup. Goes up and going to have a foul called. And let's see who's going to be on. It's going to be on number one. Ethan Dunn with an arm bar as he went by, pushing him as he came through. Bo Peak fixing to come back in after the first free throw. Boston Kirsch will shoot two. Kirsch is up. Good on the first one. Eight, three. Kirsch is in. Excuse me. Bo Peak in the game as well as Jack Tucker. Tucker in for, they'll come in for um, Selkie and Dunn for Chester T. Kirsch, second free throw, no good. Long rebound. Comes out there, fought over. Good job by Connor Robinson to steal it. Gets it back out of Kirsch. Kirsch is through the three, off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Wilbanks. Wilbanks gives it off to Harris. Harris will dribble it. Harris going to try and go all the way. He loses it out of bounds, but it's off the foot of Boston Kirsch, and it will be Chester T basketball. And evidently, Bo was not in the right position as Ethan Dunn will come right back in for him. And a 30-second call by Josh Travis. So you can see both teams sort of playing out of character right now. And mm-hmm. I think credit the defense. Well, I think you credit the defense. It's kind of like a heavyweight boxing match. You're kind uh-huh. of filling out the, the defense, the offense a little bit to see what everybody's doing before you really get in the second. And this, the second quarter might be an up, up and down, fast-paced thing, back and forth. You never know. We may have a, a 20 to 20 second quarter, Michael. You never know what it might happen. Again, it's going up in three ball, doesn't it? What mm-hmm. defense allows. That's true. Eight to three is your score. I think it's playing in Coach Griffin's hands, by the way, Joe. Yep. It is with this low scoring for sure. Eight to three score, Cherokee Bluff with the early lead. Chester T has it with 30 seconds on the shot clock. Goes at the far side to Dunn to Harris. Left wing, Harris with Chiarte over beside him. 
Harris has the basketball. Steps back. Shoots a three. In and out. No good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Taken away by Underwood. Underwood has the basketball. Underwood will bring it up. Tyler dribbles through a bunch. Throws it over to this side. <coughs> to Robinson. Robinson knocks down a three from deep in the corner. Connor Robinson. We don't talk about him scoring much, but he buried that three easily through the twine. Comes up 11-3 your score now. Eight-point advantage, largest of the night for the bluff. Josh Bull weaves in and out of traffic, trying to get it out to somebody. Nobody there. And he throws up a late one, and he's going to draw a foul. So somebody bailed him out down there. And let's see, foul's going to be on 14. That's a little bit of Logan Holmes. And Josh will be at the line for two. He got trapped down there, Mike, and nobody, and I mean nobody, was getting open for him. Here, Coach Griffin down to our left. That guy had a more ball, ball movement right now. Mm-hmm. First free throw. Used front and back rim, and it dropped in. Bryce Horton will come back in for Chiarte. Number two, Elian Salcedo in the game for Harris. For Chesterty. Josh Bull's second free throw is good. Rolls around the rim and in. 11-5, six-point advantage with 132 here in the first quarter. Tyler Underwood dribbles into the front court, gives it to Logan Holmes on the far side. Logan back to Tyler. Tyler back to Logan. This side to Bryce Horton for three. Knocks it down. He used a little bit more rim that time, but he still knocked it down. That's his second three of the quarter. 14-5, nine-point advantage now. Josh Bull with the basketball. Gives it to Wilbanks. Wilbanks back to Bull. Bull. Looking to give it. Gives it to Salcedo. Way out front. Elion back to Josh. Josh Bull circles around under Underwood. Looks to give it to somebody. Trying to get Wilbanks open. He finally does. Wilbanks going to go inside. Left it short. Tips that one and in good. Colton left himself after he missed the first one. He left himself in good position to grab the rebound and go up and score on the putback. 14-7 now with 42 seconds left. 28 on the shot clock. Holmes to Underwood. Underwood on the left wing. Back over to Holmes. Holmes kicks in the corner. Horton. Horton over. Quick release. In and out. No good. Rebounded by Tucker. Tucker gives it to Bull with 28. Shot clock is off. There's 26 in the in the quarter. Josh Bull with the basketball. Going against Holmes. We're going to set up for one shot. Now go down. He's trying to beat Holmes. He can't do it. Josh Bull pulls it back out with 14. 13 to Salcedo. Salcedo has it here on the right wing. Guarded by Bryce Horton. Now they get it back on the far side to Bull. Bull looks to go inside. Kicks to this side to Tucker for three. Tucker missed it. And that'll be the end of the quarter. 14-7 bluff after one. And we're back with the second quarter. One minute here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. 
and they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Thank you, Ray, for the second quarter of action here for Chester T. Chester T will have the basketball. They'll inbound on the far side. You'll have Tucker inbounds it to Colton. Or not, not to Colton, but excuse me, to Josh Bull. He gives it to Colton. Colton back to Josh. Josh in the corner to Elian. Elian Salcedo thought about, and he pulls it back out. Tries to go inside. Knocked away by Keate. He has the basketball. Gives it to Kirsch. Kirsch. Ranks it in the front court. Gives it over to Logan Holmes, who shoots a three. Logan knocks down a three. That's what I was waiting for. Well, it is 17-7, largest lead of the night for the Cherokee Bluff Bears. Bull in the front court gives to Elion Salcedo. Elion gives it over to Wilbanks out the top. So Wilbanks is going to try and create something. He goes up, and he's one, makes it, and a foul. That was on number three, Boston Kirsten going to say no, and Josh Travis is telling the official what he did. The official is explaining it to him. Josh doesn't agree it. But either way, Colton scored the basket, and he'll be shooting one to try and get the old-fashioned three-point play. First free throw is up, and no good. Rebounded, leaves it 17-9. to They'll come the other direction. Logan Holmes with the basketball. Holmes over the top to Kirsch. Kirsch, oh, nice back door to Cooper Glover. Cooper tries to invent, miss it, and he grabs the rebound. It's going to be a foul on either one or 22. Foul's going to be on 22. Jack Tucker on the rebound. Good job by Cooper to go in there and grab the rebound after the – tried to create a shot and go up, and he missed it. But he went up strong and got the rebound and drew the foul. Underwood with the basketball. Underwood looking to get it in. Does to Cooper in the, in the corner. Cooper back outside to Holmes. Holmes shoots a three, knocks it down. Two in a row for Logan Holmes. That's uh, one, two, three, four, five three-pointers here in the first half for the Bears, Mike. In the difference of the ball game. Fifteen out of their 20 points are threes, and it's 20 to nine. Josh Bull in the corner wraps it around to Tucker. Tucker thought about it, kicks it outside to Harris. Harris take it down the middle. Got a travel on Harris as he started the movie. Pull that back foot before he took the put the ball on the floor. 29 your score, 642 and a quarter. He'll come the other direction. Tyler Underwood, far side, bringing it up the court. Gives over to Logan Holmes on this side. Logan fakes, goes over to the near side, shoots a 15-footer. No good, but he got fouled. It looks like on number 22. Yes, it is. Jack Tucker, his second. And Holmes will be at the line to shoot two. <clears throat> Logan at the line. Boy, he has a spectacular Nillian tournament. Was linked to the all-tournament team, if I'm not mistaken. First free throw by Logan is good. Nothing but net. And Garrett Selke will come back in. He's going to come in for Jack Tucker. Second free throw as he gets it, receives it from the official. Dribbles once, twice, thrice. And it's up and good. Knocks down two of them, 22 to 9. Bears with the lead with six and a half minutes here in the second quarter. Josh Bull with the basketball. Gives it over to Colton Wilbanks. Colton tries to jump up over the top. Gives it to Harris. Harris trying to take it in. He's bumped pretty hard by Holmes. He'll draw the foul and go to the line. That foul is going to be the second on Holmes. And Harris will be at the line for two free throws. Get him to tuck his shirt back in. And he'll be down there by himself, Will Jordan, shooting the free throws. His teammates come back so that they don't get beat on a 
Get it out. Nice roll it in. Around the rim and in. Good. Josh Travis having another conversation with another official now. Jordan Harris knocks that one down. Two in a row. 22-11. They've cut it in half. 11-point lead with 6-17 remaining in the half. Tyler Underwood directing traffic way out front in the backcourt. He's going to bring it across midcourt. Now he's trapped over here. Looking to throw it inside. Gives it over here to Cooper Glover. Cooper takes it towards the basket. Outside to Holmes. Holmes spots up. Shoots a three. Knocks it down. Three in a row from Logan Holmes. Wow. 25-11. Timeout. And that's going to be Coach Allen Griffin is so upset. A full timeout by the War Eagles. And we're back in one minute here from Chester T. High on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. 97.5 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. After the timeout, they'll bring it in the front court. Chesterfield, Colton Wilbanks has it, spins from 13, tries to go back door, knocked away, intercepted by Logan by Tyler Underwood. Tyler comes in a hurry. And we're going to have a travel by Tyler Underwood as he travel, stops, waits, trying to get it over to his number four, uh, Connor Robinson. And he drug his back foot right there, and that caused the turnover. But during the timeout, Coach Griffin got his point across. Yes, he did, very loudly. I couldn't hear the words, but he was loud. Josh Bull has the basketball. Got a pick, spins in the middle. Josh scores about a 12-footer. Nice spin move, lost his man. 25-13, first points in about a minute and a half for the War Eagles. Way out front is Underwood. They're being very patient, running their offense, Mike. They're slowing it down under to Lass um, Horton. This side over here to Robinson. Back outside to Kiarte. Kiarte to Glover. Glover, top of the key, dribbles down the left side. Over to Kiarte in the corner to Robinson. Oh, and he went up. Wilbanks swatted it in to the first row. It will be Cherokee Bluff basketball. Uh, you have Cherokee Bluff as Glover has it. He goes up against some defensive pressure. He is fouled. I think it's going to be on Wilbanks. No, it's going to be on number one, Ethan Dunn. He draws the foul. Good job by Glover to draw the foul right there. That's Dunn's second. And 12-point lead, largest of the night. Cooper Glover trying to extend it. The 12-point advantage in this Region 8 for a matchup. First one is good. They shoot the free throws pretty good, too. I wonder how long they spend on that a day. I know that some coaches will say, you can't leave the gym till you make X amount, you know, 25, 50, whatever. 
second one by Cooper Glover is up. And no, no good. I jinxed him. Rolls around, tipped over there, and Robinson gets the rebound. Underwood, back over to Robinson. Robinson to Underwood. Underwood to Cooper Glover. Cooper thought about it. Now he goes inside, kicks it to Robinson. 4-3 in the corner, no good. Rebound as you have three or four guys come crashing in. You're going to have a foul, I think, on Tyler. No, that's on number 11. Cooper Glover right there going in for the rebound against War Eagles. And it will be the War Eagles basketball. Selkie will come in for Ethan Nunn. Josh Bull bringing it up to 444, down 13. Josh didn't need the screen as Holton came across to there. It goes over to Selkie. Selkie takes it up. A little floater good, but it's going to be an offensive foul. And, wait a minute. So we, let me see what they're going to call here. Yeah, That's go. good. Yep. Yeah, he got there late. It's going to be a blocking foul on number four, Robinson. That's why I waited because I thought we had the offense from that man a while ago. But he's saying, nope, it was good. And a blocking foul on Connor Robinson. And number three, Selkie gets the floater to go. And trying to get complete the old-fashioned three. Selkie's free throw, good. And go the other way. And Cherokee Bluff. Tyler Underwood with the basketball down here in front of us. He was in the corner of Robinson. Robinson shoots a three, in and out, no good. Kiarte fought over. Harris gets it for the War Eagles. Coach Griffin wanting to go in a hurry. Kick it over to the side to Bull. Bull's going to take it. Kicks it back outside to Selkie. Selkie to Bull. Two-man game as they rotate over on the left side. They'll bring it to the middle kick it back out there. Harris is open. Bull's going to take it himself, throws it up, and a foul going to be called. Let's see who's it going to be on. Well, that's a little fancy basketball with the two men play now, there. Tyler Underwood is going to draw that one. I think that's three, on maybe just two on Tyler. And Josh Bull will be at the line to shoot two. 26-16, 10-point advantage. Josh's free throw is in and out. No good. Josh Bull will try to get make this next one. Second free throw from Josh. He's up. No good. Missed them both. Cooper Glover with a big board. Gives it over to Tyler Underwood. Tyler brings it up the far side. Tyler kicks it out here to Keartae. 4-3. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Over to Glover. Glover's got it. Kicks it over this side to Horton. Who shoots a three? No good. Rebounded by Underwood. Underwood goes in there and offensive foul on Underwood. Josh Bull was standing there and took the elbow right to the midsection as he went through there. So it's going to be an offensive foul on Tyler Underwood. And now Keartel will come out and Boston Kirsch will come in. Uh, one, two, three, four. They've only got four on the floor, so I'm going to wait and see. Who else is out there? Only, you're missing one. they only got four on the floor. Underwood's staying out there. Okay. And I thought Underwood would come out, but Keartae came out. They'll bring it up. Harris for the War Eagles. Brings it up. Gives it over to Colton Wilbanks. Colton. Foul on. Ooh, that's got to be three on four on Underwood. Underwood. And you'll have Holmes. Holmes will come in for him. And I see the three or four on Tyler. I think it's three. And Colton Wilbanks will be at the line. 4-2 as they're in the bonus now. Free throw is up. Good. Now he'll come in and Josh Bull will come back. Bull will come in for Selkie. And Holmes will come in for Underwood. 
Tyler not happy with that last foul. Wilbanks free throw, in and out, no good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch gives it over to Cooper Glover. Cooper will run the show now. See, he brings it up with Logan Holmes on the near side. Throws it down to Kirsch. Kirsch drives toward the basket. Kicks it over to his side. Going to be knocked out of bounds by Chester T. Trying to go to Horton down here, but it's knocked out of bounds. <coughs> Folks want the foul, but they hit the ball clearly out of bounds. There was no foul there. 324 in the quarter, 26-17. Kicks it way outside to Kirsch. Kirsch has the basketball guarded by Harris. Kirsch gives it over to Logan. Logan Holmes takes it towards the back, gives it back to Cooper. Cooper with a travel. Kind of surprised Cooper on that one, Mike. He wasn't looking to get it back and took an extra step in there going towards it to make a shot and a travel violation on Cooper Glover. 26-17, 3-13 left in the first half. Josh Bull with the basketball. Josh stops, gives it to Wilbanks here on the right wing. Colton spins, turns, gives it back to Bull. Bull in the corner of Salcedo. Salcedo fought about a three. He brings it all the way down. Throws right at the feet of Josh Bull, and it's going to be knocked around. It's going to be out of bounds off of Salcedo and will be Cherokee Bluff basketball. Very vocal contest, Michael, so far in the first quarter, first quarter and three quarters of this one. 250 left here in the second quarter. Glover knocked away by Harris. Harris will pick it up. He goes the other direction. Tried to get the dunk and missed it. Josh Bull gets the board. Josh Bull looking to go out. He can't find anybody. Going to have a foul on number four, Connor Robinson. Well, you notice now on the other end, the three balls not going for the bluff inside yep. games. It's non-existent scoring. Mm-hmm. And here comes Chesson coming back and cutting in that lead. Yep, exactly right. Yeah. Andy Chiarte fixing to come back in for the Bears. Josh Bull has missed his last three after hitting his first two or three. Missed yeah. that one. He'll it come was, in for Robinson. It was so important the free throws were in the girls' ball game. Oh, yeah. yeah well, you got to hit them. If, you, if you're hitting all of them right here, it's probably a four or five-point ball game instead of a nine. Second one's good with the Burnett. And Sel- let's see. Yeah, Selkie will come back in for Ethan Dunn. Cherokee Bluff will come the other way. Glover gives it into Holmes, back to Glover. Glover will bring it up to the near side. Glover pulls up, steps through, looking. They should have had a foul. They didn't get. Boston Kirsch is going to have a re- go all the way. He stole it away right there. as Selkie tried to come and steal it. Boston saw he had the drive from right outside the three-point line, went in and got the easy layup, 28-18. Harris trying to go to the basket. He does, goes up, no good. Rebound by Kirsch and a foul on Harris. <laughs> foul on Harris on Kirsch, and Kirsch will go to the other end now. That's five, and they'll come the other end, I believe. Let's see. They're saying 14 fouls on Chester T. So, yeah, they won't shoot it yet. That's just the fourth. And Selkie will come right back in. He's going to come in for Salcedo. Glover has the basketball. Glover and Holmes in your backcourt now for the Bears. Glover has it coming up to this side. Goes to Kirsch. Kirsch knocked away by Wilbanks. Wilbanks trying to go the other direction. Wilbanks not, almost knocked away. Wilbanks goes in. It's knocked away by Glover. He steals it. Cooper trying to go all the way. Cooper goes in. He's going to give it off to Kirsch. Kirsch fakes, goes up, left it short, went up again, no good. And he's going to have a Josh Bowen. Got a foul on Boston Kirsch. That's one thing comes Travis did not yep. Boston went down and left that one short. Can't leave him short. And when he did, Josh Bull was able to get in a little enough position and got the board 
And he got pushed out of bounds by Kirsch drawing the foul. And I think that'll be two or three on Boston. Either way, you're going to have Josh Bull at the line to shoot two for Chester T. 28-18. First one's in and out. No good. You cannot hit a free throw. No. 13. Will Jacobs back in the game. He'll come in for Kirsch. We won 43 left here in the first half. Second free throw, in and out again. He shot both of them in the same place. I mean, Bryce Orton got it, got it over to Holmes, over to uh, Cooper Glover, excuse me. Glover on the right wing. Glover, dribble drive against Selkie. He pulls up, he got foul before the shot. Foul's on zero, that's going to be on Harris. That'll be Harris's second, and that is the fifth foul there. And now Cooper Glover will go to the line to shoot two. That'll be Glover at the line, shooting two. You will have the first free throw by Cooper up. Good. Bounced in there. Salcedo is going to come back in the game. He's going to come in back in for Jordan Harris. Rest him the rest of this quarter, probably with two fouls. So the one thing since that timeout with Coach Griffin, they have not hit a three ball. Mm-hmm. 29-18. Second one by Cooper. Up. Short, no good. Rebound, knocked away, knocked away. Chiarte comes away with it. Wow. He's trying to get it, and it's going to be a timeout called. Got a timeout by Coach Josh Travis before the hell ball is called. 32nd is called. Yeah. That was a good timeout by Josh yeah. Travis. Yeah, as soon as, soon as Ismael had the basketball, he called the timeout, and the, the trail official said, I got it, I got it, because they had a hell ball if they didn't call the timeout, but they got the timeout. It don't take much to nope. get the possession either. Yeah, well, and, and Coach Travis looked at the official and said, thank you exactly. <laughs> for hearing him right there on that one. That would get, that would, on, that, on the hell ball, it probably, yeah. Well, I know that, looking at the arrow down there, they would have given it back to Cherokee Bluff, but he'd like to have it to start the second, second half also. They'll come back out. Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball. Now, the big thing is going to score after this timeout. And the don't I think it'll be very big for the War Eagles. 125 and 25 on the shot clock. Bryce Horton looking for an open man, gets it out to Holmes. Holmes back over to Glover. Glover with 122 and 20. In the corner to Horton. Horton back to Glover. Glover, low pass, intercepted, and Glover fell on top of him. The Garrett Selkie will go to the line. Garrett Doe won't ground it. And unfortunately for Cooper, he fell on top of him to force the foul. Let's see. I don't know if fans realize falling can be still a foul. That's exactly right. Uh, the refer- well, the referee had to come across. I could read his lips saying he jumped on top. He didn't really jump. He just kind of fell on top. He of did, him. yes. And it's still a foul either way. You're right. Selkie will be shooting two. The first one is good. Back ramming in. That is a drought. 29-19. Some point lead now. Here's a new face, Cole Brooks. We saw him during the Nearland. Cole will come in for Cooper Glover. Cooper, I think, has got two, maybe three, so he wants to get him out to keep him out of foul trouble in the last minute 15, then minute 16 here in the second quarter. Second one by Selkie is good. Cut it to nine, single digits with 113 left. Brooks over on the far side, shot a three, no good, rebounded by Wilbanks. They got a height advantage right now, Chester T does. 
Under a minute now. Bull will bring it up. Bull over to Selkie. Selkie looks, looking for somebody to open up down there. Nobody opens up. Ethan Dunn has the basketball on the right wing. Ethan out to Josh Bull. Josh Bull to Salcedo. Who will shoot a three? No good. Rebounded. Selkie tries to dip it out. No good. Rebounded out there by Brooks. Brooks gives it to Bryce Horton. Bryce tries to go inside. Stolen away by Josh Bull. Bull with 35 and 32. Three seconds between. Colton Wilbanks has it. Colton. Good defense right there by Logan Holmes to not let him drive to the basket. Selkie with the basketball. Selkie goes in, and it's going to be a foul on Selkie as he runs all over Andy Chiarte, who, who draws the charge. Fouls on number three, Garrett Selkie, and Andy Chiarte draws the charge. Good, good job by Andy right there to draw the offensive foul. Cole Brooks will come the other direction now, taking his time, as they only got 19 on the clock. Telling Will Jacobs to come to high post, even though he might be the shortest man on the floor. They'll go outside to Logan Holmes, guarded by Bull. Logan. Oh, nice backdoor cut in there to, to number 30, Cole Brooks. Left-handed layup is good. And that'll be the end of the first quarter, 31 to 20. Cherokee Bluff with the lead. And coming up next on 97.5, Glory FM and War Eagle TV. I'll be talking to Sutton Shirley of the Chesty Lady War Eagles here on 97.5, Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature this message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And back here at halftime, Mike Warford joined now at halftime by Sutton Shirley, the head coach of the Lady War Eagles of Chesapeake, coming up with a very big win in Gainer 1. You know something, buddy? Every time we're here, you win. Yes, sir. That was a big <laughs> one for us. Uh, finish the first go around through sub-region undefeated so that always feels good 
So we know uh, we were talking about before the game started, buddy, is that this to me could be a, a showcase for the region championship later on down the line, you know what? Uh, if that's what happens and we're in the region championship, I'll be happy. <laughs> I know you will be from that standpoint because I tell you what, this is really the, the two best teams on this side of the re- sub-region. Uh, just one more time. The yes, two best sir. teams on this side of the region is sub-region, and that, that was really great to see. Yes, sir, absolutely. I thought it was a uh, competitive game. Cherokee Bluff is very good, and we made a few more shots than they did in the second half, and that was kind of the difference in the game. Tell the adjustments you made at halftime. We truthfully didn't make too many, but we were doing some things incorrectly in the first half. So we had to have some gentle reminders in the locker room about certain situations, and we did a lot better in those certain situations in the second half. Well, what I know is, too, the ball game was won there at the free throw line. Yes. Uh, that's been an emphasis of us this year. Uh, we've shot a lot, a lot of free throws, um, and we're shooting them better this year than we have in the past. So we always talk about the, the team really revolves around Riley Black, but then the other girls. I love that spurt in the second half where Peyton Cable got six straight points, and it shows that everybody's so important to this team. Yes. Um, I think we had some, Riley had 23, Peyton had 13, uh-huh. we had somebody at 9, 8, and 7. So we were pretty balanced, and we have been the past few games, um, and that's going to be big for us down the stretch. So the, the philosophy it seemed like was to go inside, and if it's not there, you can kick it outside, maybe to Carolina, that kind of thing, to get a three if you needed it. Yeah, we were trying to attack their pressure. Uh, I think in the their first half of the season, they've done a really good job of attacking people defensively, and, and we wanted to counter that with not just breaking the press, but trying to score off the press. Uh, and I thought in the second half, we did a pretty good job of that. Well, it came down, I thought, in the second half, too, is that the girls were setting up plays for Riley. They were clearing out and giving her the opportunity to just go one-on-one with she two. Yeah, uh, those girls have been playing with Riley pretty much their whole life, and so they know. Um, we have a couple of designed things, but a lot of times they kind of just do it on their own by feel because uh, they've been playing together for so long. At the same time, she's she going to be like a, a decoy to have something set up for her, and all of a sudden there's somebody open and go ahead and score. Yes, sir, 100%. Uh, she made a couple of really good passes late. Uh, we scored on an inbounds play that I, I thought was really big for us, um, and she made a great pass to get Peyton that uh, layup there. I know she had a double-double, and she could almost have a triple-double at times with the assists she adds to the team. Yes, sir. I'm not sure exactly how many assists she had today, but I know she had 23 and 11 rebounds. Yeah, I know she had the double-double from that standpoint. So, talk about now, you'll go on the road coming up Friday night. you got a ball game there. You, you should win, so you just keep that streak going. Uh, we've got uh, another really important sub-region game on Friday, and we're going to try to prepare for that starting Wednesday and then uh, see what happens. All right, so when you look at you got, I'm sure, a, a short-term and a long-term goal, don't you? Yes, sir. So tell, tell me about them. Um, our short-term goal is to win the next one. Um, if we keep doing that, then it's going to put us in a really good position for our long-term goal. Uh, and our, our long-term goal is to repeat as region champions. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason we can't do that as long as we do the things that we're supposed to do and get a little lucky. And play back here in this court in the, in the playoffs, you know Yes, sir. That would be a fun. 
So it goes by in a hurry, too. You know, you've got, what, four weeks really left after Friday night. Yes, sir. Every game we have from here on out is a region game, so every single one of them is important, and we have to prepare and take every single one of them uh, very seriously. Tim, what did you learn from the crossover games, too, Sutton? Repeat that. What did you learn from the, the crossover games? Um, they're weird because they don't count Bingo. unless they're tiebreakers. Uh-huh. But there's still some pride there, and we're still going to have to see those teams in the region tournament, and our ultimate goal is to win the region tournament. So we still have to worry about them and prepare for them just like we do anybody else. I mean, congratulations. We'll see you next time, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Sutton Shirley, the girls' basketball coach here at Chester T. High, coming with a big win. We're back with the second half in two minutes. So 97.5, Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's time for the second half of our game on 97.5 Glory FM. Getting ready for the second half of the ball game. Let's see what we can do here in the second half. Cherokee Bluff on top of Chesapeake. Joe's back with us for the second half. For Chesapeake uh, uh, here in the second half, or first, first half, Jordan Harris had two, Garrett Selke had five, Josh Bull seven, and Colton Wilbank six. They were 10 of 18 from the free throw line and no three-pointers. Cherokee Bluff, Bryce Horton had six, Boston Kirsch seven, Connor Robinson three, Cooper Glover two, Cole Brooks two, and Logan Holmes 11. Five of nine from the uh, charity stripe and six three-pointers by the Bears in the first half. They'll come out and be going from left to right as I look at it, not to left as you look at it on Warrior, on War Eagle TV, excuse me. And <clears throat> Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball to start the second half. See what they're trying to make sure everything's squared away. 
We're waiting on Coach Travis, I guess, to come out. That's interesting. Wait on head coach. He's like, we're ready. <laughs> Tells one of the officials, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Cherokee Bluff with the basketball. Tyler Underwood in the front court. Got a pick, didn't really need it from Kirsch. Comes back over the side. Cooper Glover way out front on the right side. Cooper drives toward the back. It kicks it in the corner. Horton. Horton goes downstairs to Kirsch. Kirsch outside to Underwood. Underwood dribbles inside to Horton for three. Short, no good. Rebound back to Bryce. Bryce Horton thought about it. He's going to look on this side, 22 on the clock. Gives it over to Underwood at the top of the key now. Comes over to this side on the right. Over to Boston Kirsch, guarded by Harris. Kirsch goes toward the basket. Hopped up, lost control of the basketball. Will Banks will bring it the other way for the War Eagles. Will Banks goes all the way in. He's fouled by Cooper Glover. And the foul will be on Cooper. And Colton Wilbanks will go to the line to shoot two. All right, here's where his free throws go play a very yep. important role. 11-point advantage for the Bears. First free throw by Colton is good. 6-6 senior knocks the first one down. Andy Kiarte will come in for Cooper Glover. I'm sure that's three on Cooper. Yep. Um, just one thing I didn't write down was fouls there in the first half. Sorry, folks, should have done that. Colton Wilbank's second free throw is up. Good. Hit them both. Cut it to nine, 31-22. Kirsch over to Tyler Underwood. Brings it up the right side. Tyler going against Josh Bull. Now he brings it over towards the left side on the left wing. Way out front with 23 on the shot clock. And we're looking. Um, Tucker and Tucker gets called for the foul. He and Kirsch were kind of battling for position. Kirsch was trying to fight through there, and Tucker was holding, so foul on Jack Tucker. That's three of him. And the Bears will have basketball way out front here, right between the end of the bench and the scorekeeper. Selkie will come back in for Jack Tucker now for Chester T. Hirsch looks to throw it in, gets it into Kiarte. Kiarte between the circles, gives it back to Tyler Underwood. Tyler dribbles against Bull, takes it over to the left side, back over to Kiarte. Quick release on the three, no good. Hit the rim, a backboard, no good. Rebounded by Wilbanks. He took it away from his own man. Wilbanks gives it over to Harrison. Got a travel. He's trying to get away. And Andy Chiardi has got his hand in there and kind of messed with, with Colton trying to get away. And Colton took an extra step or two to force the, the walk. Good job by Andy Chiarte right there. I'm going to give it over to Tyler Underwood. Tyler brings it up on this side. Gives it over to Bert Kirsch. Chiarte for three. Off the rim, no good. It's between Kirsch and Wilbar. Selke. Selke gets it. Bull gets it to Bull. Bull brings it up. Josh trying to dribble inside. He's dribbling too much, and Kirsch steals it. And we've got a foul, an undercut foul on Selke, I do believe. Yep, yep foul on Garrett Selke. And kind of like we saw a minute ago when the Cherokee Plough fans didn't like it, he kind of undercut him right there as he went to the floor and knocked the legs out from under Kirsch. And so turned around and got the call back. Underwood with the basketball, gives it over to Kirsch. Kirsch, top of the key to Kiarte, to Horton, to Kirsch. Kirsch dribbles in. Six-footer, no good. Foul on Selkie. He was going up. Selkie fouled him. And that'll be four. Well, that's three on Selkie, excuse me. Yeah, by the way, we have not mentioned one missing player from Cherokee Bluff. You noticed it too, hadn't you? Tanaka. 
Tanaka's not here tonight. Right, he was ejected from the ball game back on Friday night and could not play tonight. Well, I see another one not here tonight, and that was the first free throw by Curse. I don't see KT on the bench tonight. KT Thompson hadn't been in the game either. I didn't know that about Tanaka, so, yep. It was an ugly game, I was told, the other night. First, second free throw by Boston is up there and good. Hit them both. And makes it 33-22, back to an 11-point advantage. That's actually the first points from about a minute and 50 into the quarter. Colton Wilbanks for three, short. Kirsch gets the board. Kirsch dribbles through, and a quick foul going to be on zero. Jordan Harris, and that is going to be three or four on Jordan. Three at three on Jordan Harris. They'll throw it in on the far end. You'll have Holmes throwing it into Underwood. Holmes, or Underwood has the basketball. Underwood a junior, Holmes a senior. Underwood to, to Kirsch, to Kiarte. Kiarte between the circles out to Holmes. Holmes down to Kirsch. Kirsch tries to go inside, does. Nice job in a blocking foul as he came down on Selke. That's going to be four on Selke. Yep, fouls on Selke as he came down. He fell on Selke, and that's, you can't do that in high school basketball. So the basket was good by Boston Kirsch, and he'll try for the old-fashioned three-point play. And the way things are going right now defensively for the Warriors just keep going inside. Tucker will come in for Selke right here. 35-23 is up to a 12-point lead. And I would think somewhere in the fourth quarter, Coach Allen Griffin's War Eagles have to make a run, Mike. And Coach Griffin was concerned about the three ball. They hadn't got one since that timeout yep. back in the first half. But exactly. now he's got to worry about inside. Josh Bull to Wilbanks. Wilbanks inside. Goes up strong and makes it good. Went against Underwood. And Underwood just kind of fell back and trying to draw a foul. And it didn't happen. First basket in a while for them is 36-24. 12-point advantage. 5-18. Holmes over to... Underwood, Underwood between the circles and the cordon. Horton for a wide open three, knocks it down. First three. Coach Griffin rubs his face like, what in the world? Yep. Nice job by Bryce Horton. He can knock it down when he needs to. Says early in the second quarter, buddy. Wilbanks from 17, knocks it down. Colton Wilbanks knew that and was in. Started backpedaling as soon as he let go of it. 39-26. Underwood in the backcourt. Backs up with 29. Got to get over to Boston. Boston, that's 10 seconds. They didn't get it. If they steal it, does Chester T. Harris with the far side. Chester T. That is taken away by Underwood. Underwood in a hurry the other way. Bull gets down, and they're going to be a foul out there, I think, on Bull as it went by. Nope, it's going to be on Ethan Dunn, and Underwood will go to the line to shoot two. <coughs> Underwood will go to the line. He'll have two free throws coming, 39-26, and now you'll have Big Bo Peak. Senior coming back in the game for the War Eagles. First one is good by Underwood. Bo Peak comes in for Ethan Dunn. Another big specimen, about 6'3", 6'4". Cole Brooks ready to come in, so wrong with Cooper Glover. Second free throw is good. Both those guys will come in now after Underwood makes both free throws. So Brooks will come in for Underwood, and Glover's going to get Kirsch for the Bears. 4.33 in the quarter, 41-26, a 15-point lead, the largest of the night for the Bears. Josh Bull with the basketball. Bull over to Wilbanks. Wilbanks from 15, knocks it down. He gets open right there, 
He can knock it down, that mid-range jumper, like I said, Mike. Yep, hold up. 41-28 now. Cooper Glover kicks it in the corner to Giarte. To Brooks. Brooks out to Holmes for three. A little bit long. Knocked it away. Going to rebound by Josh Bull. He grabs it. Josh looking to get it to somebody. Gives it to Harris. And we've got a timeout call. It's going to be a full by Alan Griffin. We'll take it with it. We're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Josh Bull brings it up for the War Eagles over to Wilbanks. Wilbanks goes up, and he's fouled as he takes it into the basket. And the foul's going to be on zero. Bryce Horton hit him as he came through. And Colton Wilbanks will be at the line for two as Coach Griffin will give his other four players some instruction from right in front of the bench here on the first free throw. It's in and out, no good. Now let's see, they're going to send them all back. So Colton will be there at the line by himself with the four purple jerseys. Second one by Colton is up. Good. 41-29, 12-point advantage now for the Bears. 3.50 left in the third quarter. Holmes behind the back to Glover. Glover has it, and it's going to be a foul on 22, Jack Tucker. Tucker had both hands up there, and it's five quick ones on Chester T. They'll go to the line and shoot two on the other end now. That's four on Tucker. Yep. Uh, Carter Edmondson, number 15, will come in the game for Tucker after the first free throw, whether made or missed. Coach Travis Hatt talking to his assistant, who keeps stats on the side. There with him. First throw, free throw is up. Good. Carter Edmondson, first action of the night, will come in the game. He's going to come in for Jack Tucker. Cooper Glover's second free throw. Is up. No good. Rebound, brought down by Wilbanks. Wilbanks, give it to Bull. Bull with 340. He'll bring it across the midcourt strike, guarded by Cole Brooks. Give it to Wilbanks. Wilbanks cuts up, tries to go in and score. He does. About a six-footer. Floats it over the front of the rim and good. 42-31. 11-point lead. And bring it up. Cooper Glover does in a hurry. Cooper crossover dribble. Kicks it in the corner to Robinson. Robinson. Bo Peak's going to foul him. That was Brooks, excuse me. And Cole um, Bo Peak fouls Brooks. And Brooks will be at the line. Shooting two. Again, you're trading points here. Mm-hmm. As the Bears are getting free throw attempts. Yep. First free throw's up. Good. 
by Colebrooks. Landon Ray, Jr., his first action to the name. And Elion Salcedo comes in. One comes in for Edmondson, another one for Peak. 3.15 in the quarter, 42-32, 10-point advantage for the Bears. Second one's up. Off. No good. Will Banks gets the rebound. Will Banks gives it over to Bull. They'll bring it up. Josh Bull dribbles up, takes his time. Gives the far side to Harris. Look for the cutter right there, trying to get it to Colton, let him go to work. Couldn't. Gives Colton right now at the top of the key as he got him. Spin move in the middle. Goes up. Little floater. Hit the back rim. No good. Colton gets his own rebound, forcing it to go up there. And we're going to have a travel. I think. No, it's going to be a hell ball. The hell ball will be Chester T's basketball. Well, right there for the Eagles. Yeah, it was. Underwood will come in for Cole Brooks. You can tell, too, Joe, he's trying to take over just like Riley Black did in yep. game one. And that's exactly what he's trying to do right here. And they're setting it up for him every time when he comes down, him trying to get something going on. Salcedo kicks it in there to Ray. And on the far side. Come over to this side to Harris. Harris has the basketball. Harris with 247 and 16. Harris top of the key between the circles. Wings over here and gets to Wilbanks. Wilbanks goes over here to Salcedo. Salcedo going to shoot a three. Knocks it down. Little number two, Elian Salcedo, the sophomore. Knocks down a three. That's their first one of the night, Michael. Yep. Underwood in a hurry to Keate. Back to Underwood. Underwood. Tyler. Going to take it himself, kick it on the far side to Holmes. Holmes dribble drive into the middle, kicks it. Oh, nice move right over by Underwood was right open in front of the goal. He got it to him and he little push shot right over the top and knocked it down. 45-34. <laughs> Josh Bull with the basketball. Josh in the corner to Salcedo. Thought about a three. A little floater inside, no good. I'm going to have a foul by somebody on the White team. And let's see who the foul. Foul's going to be on. 25, Wilbanks. That was on Wilbanks. That's going to be two or three on Colton. I think just two. And Kiarte will be down there shooting two on the other end. Andy Kiarte now looking to extend the lead. They're up 11, trying to make it 12 or 13. First one by Andy is up. Good. I think the Oregon's hat down to nine a couple of times. Yep, Ethan Harris. Or Ethan Dunn, excuse me, will come back in the game for Chester T. Kiarte's second free throw is up. Good. Back reaming in. Salcedo gets it, gives it back to Josh Bull. Josh Bull will bring it across right now. Has it in the front court. Gives it to Will Banks. Dribbles across the free throw line. Will Banks lost it out of bounds as he tried to dribble towards the basket. Off his foot. And uh, they'll come the other way now. 47-34. Cooper Glover has it in the front court. Gives it over to Holmes. Holmes thought about it. Goes across side to Underwood. Underwood back to Holmes on the near side. Underwood back to Cooper Glover. Spots up. Shoots a three. Knocks it down. Cooper Glover, that's her second here in the second half. 132 in the quarter. Josh Bull with the basketball. 128. Josh. Trying to get open. Good job by Underwood. Far side to Salcedo. Trying to hold on to it. Salcedo is. Brings it way back outside with 20 on the shot clock. Elian takes it towards the basket. Goes up. Well, throws it up there almost with the left hand. Now look at number one. Ethan Dunn cleaning it up and sticking it in. 50 to 36. Let it back to 14 now. 
Underwood on the near side. Gives it to Holmes on the far side. Goes inside to Kirsch at the free throw line. Back to Underwood. 4-3. No good. Hit the rim. No good. Came out there. Who's going to get it? Kirsch got it. Knocked away. Bull has it. Bull goes in a hurry to Wilbanks. Wilbanks goes in strongly. Got it. Going in one. Wilbanks went to the hole hard. Kirsch came in from behind. I think the foul is going to be on Boston. If it is, that'll be his third. Oh, what a matchup between those two guys. Mm-hmm, for sure. So you'll have Bryce Horton and Connor Robinson come back in the game for Cherokee Bluff, 50-38, to 12-point lead with 45.1 in the quarter. This quarter's taking a long time. First, the, the, three, the whole three-point play went in there for Colton. 50-39 with 42 seconds. Holmes with the basketball in the front court now. 28 on the shot clock. Giarte back to Holmes. Holmes for a three. Got it. Oh, Nine on the night. And that's almost a dagger, even though we're still in the third quarter. Isn't it? Uh-huh. 53-39. Coach Griffin just kind of put his head down and said, oh, my goodness. Josh Bull is going to run the clock down at their 18. Fast it all the way, but he does. Draws a foul. Can't get the basket to go. Foul's going to be on Holmes. What they're doing is going in and they're just kind of flipping their hand up and under trying to get it to go in and barely just rolled out for Josh that time. And he'll be at the line to shoot two. Again, you're trading points here, twos for threes, like Coach Griffin right. said. Right, exactly. And you can't win that way. Josh's first one is good. He missed a lot of free throws in the first half. you got to hit every one of them now. Mm, yes, you do. Let's see. That's going to be... Underwood coming in for Robinson. He's played a lot of young guys. Robinson, a sophomore also for Coach Josh Travis. Second one is good. Holmes has it. Inbounds pass from Glover with 12. Cooper will get it in to Underwood. Underwood with 9, 8. He'll take it towards the basket. He'll get the layup. How about that? Nobody really guarded him. One man kind of tried to catch up with him. Wilbanks trying to dribble. He'll dribble a shoot along three short. It is 455-41 after three. And back to the fourth and final quarter of our boys game on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org. Org slash black and blue. Back here at Lincoln Trail Center on the campus of Chester T High School with this 8-4-A matchup between the War Eagles and the Bears from Cherokee Bluff. Cherokee Bluff will have it to start the fourth and final period. Up by 14. You'll have Tyler Underwood with the basketball here in the front court. Gives it up to Chiarte. 
to Cooper. Over to Bryce Horton on the far side. Horton back to Kiarte. Top of the key. Over to Underwood. Underwood with 22 on the shot clock. Back to Holmes. Holmes pulls up, gives it to Underwood. Underwood's going to take it into the middle. Looking to throw it. Does to Kiarte for three. And he off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Colton Wilbanks. Wilbanks, he's going to take it coast to coast. Go all the way in. Can't draw the foul. Get the stick back. Missed the first shot. Came straight down. Got the stick back and knocked it down. 55-43. They got to make a run here, Michael. Holmes has it. Knocks it down. Boom for three. Logan Holmes. Deadly from out there. And he's about 24 feet out. I think it's five threes for him. Yeah. We had three there in the first half. Bull tries to go in. Swatted away by Underwood. Bryce Horton with the basketball. Nice pass to Underwood. Or to Holmes. Holmes with a layup. They got the run out that time. And got what they needed. Two on one. And Logan. Uh, yeah, Logan Holmes with the easy two-point. Colton Wilbanks has it. Going against Chiarte. Spins in the middle. Stop, pop, good. Off the backboard and in. 60-45. That's what they have on the board. 6.42 in the quarter. 6.39 in the quarter. Far side, Holmes gives it to... Far side to Horton. Horton knocks down a three. Jack Tucker's going to come back in the game. Well, I tell you, Cherokee Bluffs getting warmed up again, aren't they, Mike? That's 11 threes, according to my figures. Wow. Harris on the far side. He'll shoot a three. In and out. No good. Rebound by Underwood. Underwood will bring it down. Far side to Cooper Glover. Cooper going to try and take it all the way in. Pulls up short. No good. Rebound by Wilbanks. Wilbanks has it. Colton dribbles up. Going to try and take it himself, and he does. Little boy going to have a travel as he came in there and got bumped, but he... Didn't put it down one extra time, and he took an extra step for a travel violation. The shot went in after the walk. You're going to have, let's see, Selkie comes back in the game. Jack Tucker comes back in the game for the War Eagles. Underwood will bring it up. Gives it over to Holmes on the near side. Back to Underwood. Underwood looking to drive, see some, see what that, oh, he throw, tries to wrap around pass, Josh Bull steps in front, intercepts, goes up to Wilbanks, Wilbanks gets fouled, go up by Boston Curses, he goes up for the shot, good foul by the, uh, good call by the official, it's Boston Curses, now Boston got up under him, trying, because Colton was trying to go up and get it, Con- uh, Connor Robinson commits the foul, and, and Connor Robinson, excuse me, will come in for Boston Kirsch, Tucker to Bull. Bull just trying to draw contact and throws one up. Cooper Glover with the rebound, and foul's going to be on Josh Bull. According to the scorekeeper, that's just one on Josh Bull. Probably right, yep. yep. They'll bring it down. That's just the first team foul. One, one, each team has one 526 here in the fourth quarter. They're going to take their time as Underwood has the basketball. Tyler. Dribbles way out, out here, way out in front, almost at midcourt. Now he dribble drives towards the side, gives it over to Holmes, back to Underwood, who will shoot a three. Got it. Make it a dozen. Wow. And get it in in a hurry. Harris with the basketball, dribbles on the right side. Harris tries to go downstairs. He does, gets a little open in, throws it up, no good. Wilbanks gets the rebound, goes up good. 66-47, 19-point advantage. That's the biggest of the night. I guess that 21 was before that. Right. And that's a 19. 
Underwood way out top near the midcourt circle with 4.43. Gave it over to Holmes, back to Holmes. Or Underwood, excuse me, back to Logan. Logan, dribble drive, pulls up from 16, gives it down to Horton. Horton about eight foot baseline shot, no good, rebounded by Harris. Harris was able to steal it away from Cooper Glover. They'll come the other direction. Bulls over to Colton. Colton takes it into the middle, goes up, and what? He got the basket to go and the foul. Drew the foul on number 15. Tyler Underwood with the body. Got him as he went up and drew the foul. And so Colton will be at the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Four twenty-three in the quarter, forty-six or sixty-six forty-nine, sixty-six fifty, and it's going to be a timeout, and it will be a it will be a thirty-second timeout by Coach Allen Griffin. Michael, and we'll keep it right here again, and you see what happens when you trade threes for twos. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, and they've only hit one three for Ch- Ch- mm-hmm. Chesapeake. Yep. I've got the Bears with it. That's six. a big difference. It is. They've had six. Six in the first half, six in this half. Six times three is 36. Uh-huh. And all they've got is three. That's 33 points just from three point, outside three point arc. So, the core of the trailer right now. Exactly. Exactly. So they've won it on the two point in the free throw line, but the three point line, the Bluffs have lit it up tonight, led by uh, Holmes, Underwood, and um, Horton. And look what the Bears have done <clears throat> since the Deerland. They won that great overtime game with North Hall to make mm-hmm. it into the finals and then just got that fast start and defeated Gainesville. They come back and they won that game in overtime at North Hall, you and I had. Then yep. they lost that game with North Oconee. What was an ugly game, I also that's why I've got players yep. that are missing tonight. Here they are coming back to rebound and get a win. And now they go on the road coming up this Friday at East Forsyth. Yep. All right. So Logan Holmes will inbound it to Tyler Underwood. Tyler will dribble up. Tries to got tipped away. Good interception right there. Good hands as Wilbanks got it to Harris. To Wilbanks. Wilbanks for the dunk. Pretty play right there by Harris and Wilbanks. And Colton knocked it down. A high percentage shot. Yes. In a hurry is Underwood. And Underwood will have a foul. He drew it from who? Josh Bull. That'll be his second. 66-52. Tyler was in a hurry. Yes, he was. <coughs> in a hurry to get it up that time. I don't really understand why. Throw it into the backcourt. Underwood has it. Underwood will dribble up against Bull. Gives it back to Cooper Glover. To Holmes. Horton has it in the corner. Horton to Cooper. Glover brings it in. Dribbles behind the back. Trying to go inside. And we got a foul either on Harris or Tucker. Let's see. That was going to be on Jordan Harris. And they'll go to the. They'll have it out of bounds underneath. That's three fouls. Chester, Cherokee Bluff will have it. They go directly inside to Holmes. Holmes tried to spin and go up, lost control, brought it back out. Holmes outside. Holmes going to go towards the basket. Kicks in the corner too high for Bryce Horton. If he makes a good good pass right there, Bryce might actually have a shot at that quick shot because he got a very quick release on three, but it's over Bryce's head out of bounds. 3.43 and a quarter. 66-52, 14-point lead. They need some shots to fall and some stops does Chester T. Wilbanks with the basketball. He's going to go towards the basket. Reverse dribbles, no, or reverse layups, no good. He gets his rebound, goes up good. 66 54, 12 point lead. They cut it down from 21 to 12. Holmes with the basketball on the front court. Holmes 
Throws it out top. Wilbanks tries to go after it, didn't get it. Throws it in the corner out to Holmes. Holmes is going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound. Oh, look at that. As Robinson snuck in there and got the rebound for Cherokee Bluff. Get it in the corner to Robinson. Shot a three and knocked it down. That's two for Connor Robinson tonight. Harris brings it up for Chester T. Chester T, Euro step and got fouled out front. Well, you know, from from our standpoint, watching basketball zone, we have, you know that Coach Griffin's got to work on the defense, preventing those kind of three shots, yep. point shots being hit. Foul is on Logan Holmes, and Kiarte is going to come in for Bryce Horton. 2.53, 15-point lead now for the Bears. Toss in from Selke into Wilbanks. Wilbanks wanted to turn in, going to be a hell ball as... Yeah, Robinson got his hand in oh, on top of the defense. ball uh, while Wilbanks had it. Well, now it will be still be Chester T's basketball with 2.49 left. Selkie gets it in to Bull. Bull got it stripped away by Underwood. Went up under him. It's going to be off of. They're going to say even though it looked like Underwood might have hit it last, he got tripped up, and they'll give it back to Cherokee Bluff. Kiarte gets it to Holmes. To Underwood on the far side. Tyler over to Underwood over to Cooper Glover. Cooper Glover way out front with 237. He's going to take it towards the middle, give it over to Holmes in the corner to Andy. Chiarte shoots a three off the rim, no good. Rebound by Wilbanks. Wilbanks, he's going to try and take it all the way against Underwood. Underwood's going to knock it away. Good job by Tyler Underwood. He, he was pointing to give it back to him, but he knew right away. He was telling referee, I know, I know, I know. Like he knows he's not the out of bounds. He's just trying to get, get some, give him some help right there. Josh Bull to Harris. Harris, top of the key, three-pointer short. Rebound by Underwood. Underwood comes in a hurry. Gives it over to Kiarte. Kiarte back to Underwood, left or right, yeah, left wing, excuse me. Underwood brings it towards the middle, kicks it out this side to Kiarte after Robinson. Back in the corner to Underwood. Underwood with 18, looking for help. Throws it down right through the hands of Logan Holmes, and it will be Chester T's basketball. Aren't you waiting for a timeout, maybe for Coach Travis to slow this thing down and yep. win the ball game? He may, he may just be wanting to get it over with. Who knows? It's a 15-point lead with 150 left. Josh Bull to Colton for three. Short. No ring. Jack Tucker went up. Cooper Glover went up, and the foul is going to be on Tucker, and we'll go the other direction. Well, you think it would be time to clear the bench. That's foul on Jack Tucker, or five on Jack Tucker. He'll go out. And little Elion Salcedo will come in. He hit a three earlier in the game for the War Eagles. First player to foul the ball game. Yep. In the backcourt, nine to go back to Holmes from Underwood. Now to come to this side to Kiarte. Back to Underwood to Glover. Glover way out front, guarded by a bull with 130. 19 on the shot clock. Glover. Dribble drives across to that bull, sticks his hand in there trying to knock it away. Robinson for three, knocks it down. Wow, they're hot from the three-point line tonight, Michael. I've got him at 14. That one got tipped out of bounds by Underwood, and they're going to give it back. Underwood might have went off Colton's hand, but either way, it's going to be Chester T's basketball with it's an 18-point lead now. Get it in the bull from Selkie. Harris for three, knocks it down. Finally. Finally a three-pointer for Chester T. 
Holmes comes the other way in a hurry. 15-point game. Oh, from Holmes. They went in the corner and knocked it and missed, missed the layup as Robinson got it back to him and he missed the layup. Robinson with the basketball. Goes up. Harris, I mean, shot the three, and that's two in a row for Jordan Harris. Trying to double team, can't do it as Underwood gets away from it. Underwood in the corner to Robinson for three, knocks it down. Wow. Now we're just in a three-point shooting contest here wow. at the end. 75-60. Harris brings it up the far side. He pull, he's going to pull up, shoot a long race three over pressure, no good rebound, knocked out of bounds by Connor Robinson. It's like PE class now, but it's just hitting uh, that's, that's you and me playing one-on-one, right? Uh, a little horse. Yep, 30-second timeout, Alan Griffin. A little horse going on, and we're just running up and down the course. Did you shoot a three? I'll shoot a three. Exactly. 30-second yeah. timeout by Coach Griffin with 29.3, 25 on the shot clock, 75-60. Cherokee Bluff will wind up with the split of this 8-4-8 doubleheader tonight. Mike, a good ball game. In the excellent ball game in the girls' game tonight, and uh, I thought I think other than the three point, as we talked about there briefly a minute ago, uh, if you if you leave the three pointers at home, this is a really close ball game oh, tonight. Absolutely. The Cherokee Bluff is at what 14, as you said. I think at 15 now, and they, and the Bears uh, down there just yep. hitting the shots when they need to, and the War Eagles are working hard. Yep, just can't hit a three. Hit three according to my figures so far. Harris for three, no good. Rebound, Wilbanks. Wilbanks gets the rebound, goes up against pressure, got it to go. Look how hard Colton works. 75-62. He never stops. He and Josh Bull, neither one. They go after him. Foul's going to be on Colton on the far side, just four. And you miss it. It's not time to shoot. Now, that's well, that is five. Excuse me. Bull works so hard. Yep. They both do. Well, you know, early in the season, we saw uh, when Chester and North Hall played. And early, early in that game, Luke Sanders picked up a couple of, I call them cheap fouls. You know, Josh would slow down and kind of get yep. Luke running up his back. Well, then Luke returned yes. the favor late in the game when North Hall was up. Sure did. Then drew a couple of those fouls. That game was played here, if I remember correctly. It was. And uh, to get that win. And Logan Holmes missed a free throw, which was amazing. And we got 18 seconds left in the game. Home second free throw is up and good. 76-62. Harris will jog it up in a hurry. He's going to try and go through everybody. He does. Takes it in. Misses the shot. Wilbanks gets it. Wilbanks going to go up for the two. Good. 76-64 with six seconds. They'll stand in the backcourt. They don't have to bring it up. Three, two, and one. 76-64 is your final. And so the Bears put the doubleheader with the girls with Chester T winning game one. Cherokee Love wins the boys game. We're back in two minutes. Wrap it up for you on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Welcome back to High School Basketball 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV for the Wicked Trail Center. A double hair that was a split between Chesapeake and Cherokee Bluff. The girls of Chesapeake winning game one and the boys of Cherokee Bluff winning game number two. I, I love watching both games, buddy. As Joe's about to join me here. He's getting the final totals for you here, wrapping up what's going to happen. Coming up on Friday, both teams are on the road. It will be Chesapeake. They'll be in action at Johnson. Cherokee Bluff will be at East Forsyth coming up on Friday night as we start the second round of the games in Region 8 Quad 8. As it will be the girls from Chesapeake in first place and Cherokee Bluff will be in second place. And with this win, you've got the Bears team right there at the hunt for the, one of the top two spots. Again, they've got a big game, I think, with, with Jay Bernie's Broncos of East Reside coming up on Friday. That should be a very, I think, interesting ball game coming up on Friday night, buddy. Yeah, it ought to be a pretty good ball game. I, you know, we've got a, a, all the rest of the way, all of them are, all be pretty good ball games, I would think, um, the rest of the way within this 8-4-A region. Final scores for Chester T. Ethan Dunn had two. Uh, Elian Salcedo had three, Garrett Selke five, nine for Josh Bull, eight for Jordan Harris. Corden Wilbanks had six to break. Mike and wound up with 37 wow. on the night. They had three three-pointers uh, in the game, all three in the second half. For Cherokee Bluff, Josh Travis's team, he had six from Cooper Glover, two each, or two from uh, Andy Chiarte, three from Cole Brooks, nine from Tyler Underwood, uh, 12 each from Bryce Horton. Boston Kirsch uh, and Connor Robinson and 20 from Logan Holmes and 15 three-pointers from the Bears tonight, Michael. Did you by chance have the score at halftime? Uh, the, sco- the, the score at halftime was 31 yeah. to 20. All right, so look at 20 points at halftime. They scored 44 in the second half, mm-hmm. and Colton scored 31 30, of those. Yeah, 31 of them, exactly right. They started going to Colton just about every time down the floor, him or Josh trying to create and go to the basket, and Colton wound up with the 31 there in the second half. So that tells you right there what yep. they have to do, but at the same time, it all came down to the defense yeah. with the, the difference in the ball game. Game to one, the difference was free throws. Game number two was three-pointers. Exactly. Well, and, you know, when you hit 15, there's 45 points to nine for the other team. Uh-huh. You know, when you outscore them that much on, on the three-point line, you know, uh, if, you, if you take those, if you, if you go head-to-head three and three on three-pointers, 
Chesapeake's right in his ball. Well, hey, nothing else, Joe. Take them just as two-point baskets, three-point basket. Look at the difference right there. Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a big difference in the game. That's I mean, for sure. I miss mean, 15 points right there. You're, you're close to the margin of victory right there for mm-hmm. the Bears. Yep, because it was a. Uh, it's that 12-point uh, game, uh-huh. not being 12. They had as much as 21. Yep. Uh, Chester T fought back and cut it, and they cut it to uh, 10 there one time, and then 12 was the final um, difference in the game. Again, you, you see the tenacity of this Bears team, again, without Tanaka Makona, without KT Thompson at mm-hmm. night. Yep. And what they were able to do, and again, at times, they can just start bombing the three. Well, and they did. You know, and as you as you uh, uh, made the point there, Coach Allen Griffin took that uh, timeout after their sixth one in the first half, uh-huh. and they stopped. They started covering it. Well, when they got hot there in the second half, they couldn't slow them down, and they nope. made nine more, and that was the difference in the game, I think. No doubt about it. Again, hope you enjoyed our broadcast this evening here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thanks to Stephen McIntyre and the group with War Eagle TV. We appreciate you. Teaming up with us as always. Coming up on Friday again, the Cherokee Bluff Bears. They'll be in action as they'll be at East Forsyth. That should be a fun one. Yeah. And then also it will be the Bears. Uh, the, the War Eagles rather. Chesty will be on the road at Johnson, which you expect will be a doubleheader sweep because Johnson's mm-hmm. boys have not won a game yet, and the girls won just the three games two against West Hall. So you expect that to be another important victory in sub-region play going into the games coming up next week. Joe and I will be at North Hall coming up on Friday night. We'll bring you the sub-region doubleheader between East Hall and North Hall. Like I say, is East versus North going to be a lot of fun again. Yep, another good ball game. Uh, it should be two really good ball games. I mean, we had, had a good one uh, the first time over at Rabbit Town, over at Valhalla, and I expect nothing nothing less. And we just like you say, when you say East and North, you know, and I expect on a Friday night to uh, ought to be a really good, good fun night. And mark on your calendars, these two teams play again at the Bluff coming up on February the 2nd to wrap things up for the regular season. And we'll be back here for probably a, a region playoff game at this court here at Lincoln Trail. Yeah, I would think we would be. It's uh, uh, the way it looks right now, even if they split. Now, if they split, I don't know if they're going by point differential or whatever, if they wind up with a and with split a, other say, side. The other side. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they, they'll wind up hosting. Both of them will get to host on this side, depending on how they do. So we'll take more about that later on. And join us coming up on Friday evening right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thanks, everyone, here at Chester T. once again. For Coach Allen Griffin, join me at halftime of the girls' game. Coach Sutton Griffin at halftime of the boys' ball game again for War Eagle TV. Headed out by Teacher of the Year, Stephen McIntyre. Hope you'll join us next time here on 97.5 Glory FM. We are with you on Friday night from North Hall High School. And for the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM, for our producer, Nathan Laddie, and for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warford. You've been tuned to high school basketball on 97.5 Glory FM and on War Eagle TV. Good night, everybody. This has been Tuesday Night High School Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Tonight's game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.